how may I help you? Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for your podcast and encouraging everyone to focus on the funny in this very painful year. I'll try to keep this as short as possible, but no promises. I'm a first year teacher and I'm the youngest teacher at my school by like a lot. Almost every other teacher in the building could have taught me elementary school. So I have zero credibility in a lot of my coworkers' eyes. But my biggest problem is all these middle-aged women teaching elementary school, but I feel like I'm back to being a middle schooler trying to find a place at the lunch table, and these ladies will not let me sit with them. They do petty shit and leave me feeling awful. For example, I made a mistake because my boss gave me incorrect information, and this one teacher got so mad at me for it, no one in her hallway will talk to me anymore. My team does little petty things all the time, like get coffee for everyone but me, dismiss all of my ideas, leave me out of their conversations, etc. Obviously, this is a super toxic environment, so I'm getting the hell out of there, but Carrie Bradshaw voice, I couldn't help but wonder, since this is my first year teaching, is this a common occurrence? Did I miss Caddy Teachers 101 in grad school? How can I look for a school that doesn't have such a toxic environment and start off in a better place with my coworkers wherever my new school is? Thanks so much, sad in second grade. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, my blood is boiling for you because I'm over here like, why do people do this? Consistently, I'm hearing so often from like new teachers who the the veteran teachers in the building have been nothing but horrible. Let me tell you what, sad in second, we're about to make you super in second. It's not you. This happens. I don't know why. Sometimes teachers like to eat their own young, and I'm just like, what is happening? True story. It happened to me. Big time. Big time. Big time. So my first shot at teaching ever, I had just wrapped my student teaching, and one of the sixth grade teachers in the building was pregnant and like slipped a disc in her back or something at the same time. So she had to go on bed rest like out of nowhere. And I filled right in like straight from student teaching right into that classroom and finished out the year. Now in this school, sixth grade was actually part of the elementary school still. It was a K-6 building, which is a little weird, but I mean, hey, it worked, whatever. So I'm the sixth grade teacher now, all right? Mind you, the teacher that I filled, the, t the team in general was very intense. They had a very particular way of doing things and they did not want the boat to be rocked. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I'll just like leave plans or whatever. The teacher that I filled in for was pregnant and then had to go on bed rest, okay? I can't stress that part enough extremely anal, anal to the point where she would still sneak into the building on Sundays, do lesson planning in the classroom, and then like leave notes for me as to what needed to be done, what was going wrong, what needed to be fixed, what needed to be changed. And I was like, yo, I get it. You care about your job and you want it to go a particular way. But if I had a baby in me, and a medical issue that was going on that could potentially harm that baby coming out healthily, the last thing that I would be doing would be coming into school 
You're still getting paid and you don't have to come in. Why she decided to continue to do this is beyond me. Nightly phone calls from this woman telling me what to do still. I'm like, you need to just accept the fact that you're not supposed to be here right now. But it was my first thing. I just went with the flow or whatever. Now, other key thing is there was an older teacher on the team too, okay? And this particular older sixth grade teacher was a sixth grade teacher at my elementary school when I was in sixth grade. She wasn't my full teacher, but she had lots of interaction with me and probably taught like one of the subjects that I came into her classroom for or whatever. So there was like a little bit of a bond there. This woman ate me alive. Any chance she had, she was coming in, snooping in the classroom and texting the other teacher all this stuff that I was doing, quote unquote, wrong. No, it wasn't wrong, girlfriend. It was just different. Well, then it got it started to get like really intense. Like she came in the classroom one day and just looked around. She's like, if the teacher who you're working for right now saw this, she would turn over in her grave. I'm like, well, she's not dead, first of all. Well, it's a K-6 building, so sixth grade graduation was coming up this, this year, right? It had a lot of things going on. I was in another teacher's classroom who was helping me prepare my resume for a job interview that I had the next day. This nightmare of a sixth grade teacher and the one that I was filling in for came into that classroom as we're working on the resume so I can have a, you know real job the next year. They're like, we're going to have to ask you to stop. You need to come down here and start working on this. Um, and also, is it true that you told the girls that they can wear spaghetti straps to the sixth grade picnic? I was like, no. A girl asked if she could wear a tank top. And I said, yes, because a tank top is acceptable. And she pulled me down the hallway and berated me in front of other people, berated me and was like, I don't know who you think you are. You need to get this ego in check. You do not have the jurisdiction to trade, change the rules. Straight up said to me, this is a direct quote. Did you not read the handbook before they gave you this job? This is unacceptable. Pull was kept going all the way down the hallway. She's like, you now need to call every single sixth grade girl family and tell them what you did and what the actual expectation is. Also, this woman had the principal eating out of the palm of her hand. There is no doubt about it. She ran the shit. So then I'm over here like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring a bunch of my T-shirts that are large and bigger than these sixth grade girls. And if anyone has something that's inappropriate against your eyes, they can throw on one of my t-shirts. She said that wasn't enough. And I was like, and on top of that, the way that this is being handled right now, I'm going to go ahead and fix my mistakes, but thank you so much. And she said, you need to humble yourself. You do not have the jurisdiction. Again, kept going on. I was like, unbelievable. Well, the teacher that I was working with down the hallway who was helping me on my resume knew that this was going down. So he got a little bit of a win that something wasn't right. And he stormed in the classroom and he goes, is something wrong here? And I go, let me ask you a question. Would you say that I'm not a humble teacher? And he snapped on her. He was like, 
I am confused as to why this is even in question right now. He is trying to get a job for himself. He had his finger in her face. was like, how dare you treat an up and coming teacher with such disrespect? Had my back. Had my back. Oh, I forgot to tell you the worst part. I go, I, I will clear this with the principal. And she goes, she picked up the phone. She goes, fine, let's call her right now and let her know what happened. And as a new teacher, I'm trying to impress the principal, get a job, get a good reference, all this stuff. And she, well, let's give her a call right now and see, uh-uh. So the other teacher who came in was just reading it to her, letting her have it. So I looked at her and I walked out and I went right back to his classroom, finished my resume, had everything ready to go. And guess what? Got the job. Got the job. But I want this is the part that I got to tell you about, okay? Unfortunately, this happens. But here's the thing. You said you're a first-year teacher, right? That first job that I actually got, the one that I was applying for while I was working on that, one of the best jobs I ever had. And it was because I sort of learned that every single school environment is so different. And these people were next level wild. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with that. So you're in a position now, actually, where you've only been teaching for one year. So there's not a lot on the table, right? You need to interview all over the place. You need to get your feelers back out there. Get out of You said yourself, it's a toxic environment. Get out. Teachers forget all the time that when you're in an interview panel, you're interviewing them too. So you need to go into these interviews that you're going to do this summer. You are going to do it, by the way. And you're going to get your balls on the table and you're going to ask them questions like, what's the staff culture like in this building? Boom. Have them shaking in their boots. And if the answer is good enough for you, great. Go there if you get an offer. But if it's not, you don't have to go there. There's this like culture where sometimes teachers feel like they're stuck after they've been in a position for so many years. That's how you burn out. You're in a position right now where you've only been teaching for one. Look elsewhere. If you want to stay in the district, ask for a transfer to another building, but you don't have to stay there. It's going to be taxing to you. It's going to be taxing to your mind. No, get out, get out, get out now. And also to Sharon and also to, you know, Cindy and Kristen and Lauren who are giving you a hard time, close your doors and do your own thing. They sound horrible. Not even getting you a coffee. They're doing this on purpose. They're the mean girls. Their new names are Gretchen, Karen, and Regina. And that's the truth. You are a great teacher. I hope you know that. But have the confidence to continue your search. I'm pissed. I can't believe this. It happens far too frequently. RuPaul said this. Unless they're paying your bills, pay those bitches no mind. I live by that. Uh Uh-uh. Not going to tell me. Nope. A lot of that comes with the fact that I've been teaching for a little while, so I feel like I can. But your little bit to go off of is the fact that you have the power to stay or go. Get the hell out. Run for the hills. I love you, girl. want to give a quick shout out to the newest Patreon fans really quick. That's how we get these submissions for behavior management. We got the behavior management hotline now. If you want to call in and give your behavior for me to help you manage... Join Patreon for five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. You can call in, give me yours, be featured on the podcast. And also, guess what? If you want to stay anonymous, I'll have somebody else read it for you. That's how we're going to do it. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's how we keep the podcast going. I appreciate all of you and all of your support. 
Hello to our newest Patreon members, Jessica Singleton, Katie M. Joes, Aaron Donaldson, Tasha French, Emily Christine, Camille, Aaron Anderson, Anna Carlini, Lauren Wolf, Anna Dunham, Allegra Acaster, Melanie Ducey, Alicia Thelen, Katie Wallace, Erica Miller, Donna Newman, Lisa Newman, Rebecca Murphy, Carrie S., Judy Lodenbach, Jennifer Bullock, Erica Basile, Lisa Forsley, Amy Frankenfield, Lee, Natalie Moen, Julia Basile, Jen Babu, Lauren Tree, love that last name, just Tree, that's cute, Amy Marie, Courtney, Brecklin Crostel, Carrie Lammers, Sarah, Lisa, Sheila Vallejo, Alyssa, Caitlin Parks, Alyssa with an E, Ruthie Hall, Rebecca, Danielle Ravery, Caitlin Smith, Katie Toomey, Whitney Fuller, M. Schaefer, Susan Greewey, Aaron Erbstewesser, Trevor Master, Nancy Daggis, Jen Lermer, and Zully. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the Patreon. Again, that is how we keep the podcast going. I appreciate each and every one of you. Get on Patreon for all the bonus content, first access to tickets, VIP upgrades, bonus every episode, and four Zoom comedy shows per year. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Behavior Management, where we're going to manage those behaviors. 